each other. He's a friend from work. <laughs> you had me at hello. Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. Okay, this is how I went. All right? You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome back to Final Take It Conversation Podcast about movies and Godzilla vs. Kong. I am Ethan Semi. I am Austin Davis. Today on the show, we are giving a full, comprehensive review, slash look, slash whatever you want to call it, at Godzilla vs. Kong. There will be spoilers. Yes, 100% spoilers just, ahead. Just, uh, just FYI. We've got a couple news pieces that I want to toss in before we get Godzilla vs. Kong. Just a couple? Just a couple, okay. but but we, we are going to spoil Godzilla vs. Kong. So if you haven't seen it, please go see it. It did just come out. As of time of recording, it came out yesterday. Yep. March this, 31st. This is April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah. I did not think of a good joke to play on you. I'll be honest. I'm not really an April Fool's guy. Are you you see, you, you're, you're, you're an April Fool's guy. I'll take that. No. Which one of the I best pranks you've done? I would never do that. Uh-uh. Have you, done, have you done anything memorable like in the past? I'm sure I have. I just can't remember it. <laughs> so memorable, but not Not, not enough. to me. I, I just, it's not. All my jokes kind of mold together. <laughs> one super joke. They just, you know, I just time. do so many that it's just, you know. <laughs> you know. I just don't, like, I don't vibe with April Fool's. Like, it's just not, I don't know. I'm just not here for it. I get more upset than anything. Yeah, because you're the one that's being... Yeah, because it's... The, the jokes are thrown on exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the one being pranked. And so every time I get pranked, I'm never I'm never here for it. Like this morning, like, you know, I hop on Reddit and like mm. what's one of the first things I see is, you know, whatever. Tobey Maguire has been confirmed for Spider-Man. I was like, oh my God, we're doing this. And then I was like, God damn it. It's April Fool's Day. Here we go. I wasn't ready. And so I, you know, got me all... In a, they got you. The internet in, got you. In sorts. You've been uh, got... This is gotcha journalism at its best. <laughs> this is gotcha journalism. I got got. Um, yeah, dude. How, how's how's life going? How are you doing? Other than that, you're off work today, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been. I did my taxes today. Nice. I owe the state, not the federal. So you oh. know. <laughs> I owe the state. Yep. Look I out. I don't know. Yeah. State might come for you, dude. I, well, nope. I paid it. So. Oh, okay. Then you're in the clear. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, what else have I done? I, do you want to just went to the coffee shop, got some coffee Chilling. yesterday? I. I had also had yesterday off, mm-hmm. so watched the the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, got my oil changed. Wow! Yeah, you know, getting your oil changed is like a big day off move. It is. I feel like you. I feel like if you have a day off, that's kind of like that's the thing you do. Yeah. Like, well, I, I go get my oil changed. I go to like the fifteen minute like one where it's just like they oh, take nice. like fifteen okay. minutes. They're like in and out. Huh? Yeah. Like I don't want to be there much longer than fifteen minutes. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Yeah. I'm like just we're doing an oil change and that is it. Yeah. They, and then they air tra- filter no there uh-uh. you go i was gonna say they hit you with that air filter that transmission flush uh-uh just just change my oil <laughs> that's all here. i'm asking you to do i guarantee if any of our listeners are car people they're probably like no you have to though you must oh do no these they things. guarantee you they'd be like uh why like air <laughs> filter you can change yourself it's uh, true transmission fluid like flush may mm. just be a fake thing so <laughs> it's like actually not real at all yeah it's like uh reminds me of uh, an episode of seinfeld where where Putty is trying to sell Jerry a car, mm-hmm. and you know the uh, like anti-rust undercoating. Yeah, yeah. And he asks Putty about it, and Putty's like, "No, no, no. We just that's not real. Yeah. We just put it in there. Yeah, charge you for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all a sham. It's all a sham. The whole thing's a sham. Yeah. Anyways, how are you doing? <sighs> I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. I yeah. I partook well partook in a partial three day cleanse, like a juice cleanse. So so you drank a lot of juices the past three days. I did. So we started a lot of so runny poops, didn't you? S- <laughs> yeah a lot of liquid uh, poops that's 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 uh off air details but <laughs> yes i will confirm it's been it's been an interesting three days we bought like my wife and i bought this juice cleanse at costco it was like on sale three-day juice cleanse so you drink like you know a juice in the morning and then you have your your very specific comes with like a recipe book so mm-hmm. you follow your rest you know the meals that they plan for you anyway today was day three and I got through breakfast, and we had a really hard morning with with our kids. And uh, my wife just started school. We've been pretty stressed recently. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I threw up the big old the big old fuck it, and I was like, "This juice cleanse is over. I'm eating a burrito for lunch." And so I gave up. So <laughs> I I made it two and a half days into the three day cleanse. But I will be frank, and I don't want to scare away no, the listeners. You'll be Ethan. I took <laughs> I took I took enough poops to know that I'm clear. <laughs> the juice cleanse was activated. Mission accomplished. I feel good. 
So we're back to back to burrito land, and I brought my Coke from my lunch. Not, not the <laughs> not the stuff that you my, go up your nose. My, my, yeah, <laughs> it can go up your nose. It just I was, hurts. I was I, going from juice cleanse to burritos and Coke. Coca Cola. Coca Cola. People. Coca Cola. You know the glass glass liter bottle. Mm. Classic. Uh, just want our again. listeners to know <laughs> that even is not high. No, never, <laughs> ever, ever. Just on life. Just on life. Am <laughs> I on life? Ugh, worst saying. <laughs> Two pieces of news I want to cover. Uh, big two, piece of news. Two pieces. Yesterday. Yeah. Netflix. Uh huh. Nearing. Uh, almost. Almost official. Almost done. A uh, four hundred million dollar deal. Last I read, it was more than that. Really. Four fifty. Four. F- for two yeah. movies. Yeah. So for Knives Out two and Knives Out three, both mm. of the sequels, Daniel Craig set to return. Ryan Johnson repri- reprising the director's role. Praise be. Love mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson. Uh, that's a lot of money, dude. I but you gotta that's think about it. That's crazy. Though. Split between two movies, though. Yeah, that's true. Okay, split between two movies. That's two two twenty five. You're still looking at two twenty five. The first. I feel movie, like that's a fairly decent. You think that's a good yeah. a good deal for Netflix? I was gonna ask you, like, how are you feeling on the on the money front here? Good well, deal? I mean, the they made the movie for about forty million dollars, the first one. Yeah, and they made about three hundred and. Thirty million dollars for the first one, so we hit. put that in per- perspective. They're gonna get at least a hundred, like mm-hmm. uh, they're probably gonna get fifty million or more at least. Uh, if the second one does well, uh, then the same would go for the fourth one or third one. Right. So Apple, Amazon, and others were in the bid for the projects. This is interesting because so if if netflix secures its deal which sounds like it's it's happening right mm-hmm. netflix secures a deal and i haven't really thought this through prior to stepping in front of the microphone so we're going to hash it out right now on the show mm-hmm. if netflix secures this deal and secures the bag secures the bag then knives 2 and Ni- or knives out 2 knives out 3 exclusively streaming on netflix mm-hmm. yes yep now i guess other than like subscriptions how else do they like make their? Because it's not going to hit a theater, is it? Uh, some Netflix movies have hit like theaters. That's what I was. That's that's what I was curious about because my wife and I saw El Camino, mm-hmm. Breaking Bad movie, in yeah. a local theater. Yeah. Even though it is a Netflix exclusive, I assume this would be a theatrical Netflix release. I would think they'd do both. Yeah, I would think they'd do both because they need that theater money. Uh, do they? I mean, three hundred. If you're making like three hundred, three fifty thousand dollars, box office I think plays a large part of that. Yeah, but yeah, I think like uh, people subscribing just to see the movies and stuff like that could be. So like they, it, it brings tough. it brings more people in, which would then allow for a bigger profit margin. Yeah. Okay. I I am taking a vote, and I vote that they release it in theaters as well. Well, I'm, I'm sure they will. Because we, I, I don't think this needs to be a vote. We, <laughs> this is a uh, we. We don't decided. have a say in this anyway. So <laughs> Netflix, call me up. I want to cast my vote officially <laughs> that that you should dual release in theaters and on streaming. I'll be part of that board meeting. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think you and I did. We see Knives Out together. Did I go see Knives Out? I think you saw. I think it I saw it by myself. Yeah. Um, I saw it in theaters, and I'll be. Did be, you see it in theaters? I did no. see it. In theaters. I saw it at my house. Okay, I saw it in theaters, and I'll be honest, I was like not really on the whole Knives Out train. I saw it probably the last week that it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved every second. So yeah. I, I just, I really want to see these in theaters. Um, I'm just sad about one thing so oh far. No. Oh no. Yeah. What is this? Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. She's, she's not in She's the, So she's not back for Knives Out 2, I'm, huh? I'm guessing not. And I'm a little sad. Oh, I re- That's sad. So all we know is that Daniel Craig is back, right? That, yep. And, That's and, and Ryan Johnson. Yep. This is what we know. So knives out, knives out one, knife, I mean knives, knives out, out. Yeah, uh, had Chris Evans, Lakeith mm-hmm. Stanfield, uh, Ana de Armas, like you said, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Don Johnson, Tony Collette. I mean, I feel like Catherine Langford. I feel like it. I feel like it was pretty stacked as a movie. It was okay, okayly stacked. Okay. I mean, you <laughs> got, okayly. You you, you got to look at who, like you got to think about it. Like Chris Evans is like the big name person in the movie. Sure. Like let's be honest. Bigger than Daniel Craig? Yeah, bigger than Daniel yeah. Craig. Then Daniel Craig. Yeah. Then Anna De- uh Anna de Armas. Uh, I would say Jamie Lee Curtis. Really? Yeah, because Anna de Armas didn't really have that much Yeah. Uh, until this movie. Going on. Yeah. Okay. Um and then uh 
And then I mean, like you got, then you go look at like the other people. Like, but she, but Ana de Armas was in Blade Runner twenty four nine. Yeah, that she was, didn't have a huge role. No. Just saying. But like, in terms of order, yeah. I mean, even Don Johnson, people know who Don Johnson true. is. True, this is true. So yeah, in terms and of Catherine like, Lane, Lane notability, Lane, like she was from the like Thirteen Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah, yeah. she it's and she there. was supposed to be in the Marvel movies, and then she wasn't. Yeah, they so scene, they're like, no, we don't want you. You're out of here. Yeah, she's not gonna have a successful career. I can already call it <laughs> done. Yep. I have. I don't think I've seen anything with Catherine Langford except Knives Out. So I, I'm really, I'm pretty unfamiliar with her. Mm-hmm. Um. So then Knives Out two. If you have Daniel Craig re- returning, I assume in in his role as like the mm-hmm. investigator, who's someone else? Who's someone else that that we should get in the movie? I don't want to re. I don't want like a repeat, like a cast repeat, because yeah. you know I assume they're going again with the whole murder mystery thing. You gotta have, gotta kind of mm-hmm. have a new cast, a new setting, a new whatever. The movie starts filming in Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, in geez, June twenty eighth starts filming in Greece. I'm gonna say John Goodman. Oh, my God, sign me up, John Goodman. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I <laughs> let's freaking go. I still got big John Goodman energy after <laughs> after last week's podcast, and you know I watched. Uh, he w- he was like an intro voice to, um, it wasn't Godzilla vs Kong, but the like Godzilla the twenty fourteen version. Mm. I watched a couple nights ago. He you can like hear him on the radio, okay. and I was like, oh my god, it's John Goodman. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's also in Kong. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I I haven't seen Kong Skull Island in a long time. Well, I mean, in a long time. That's what the movie that we're about to review was I'm based so off of. So sorry. Last other other piece of information uh, that I wanted to cover. Tom Hiddleston is in Kong Skull. Oh God, oh my God! Mm-hmm. I'm watching. I'm going to go watch yeah. that movie tonight. Brie Larson's I, in I, it too. I missed. I, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I don't know what you're doing with your I life. I Don't know. Okay. I also just I just wanted to ask you real quick too. Did you watch the trailer for Spiral? Yes, I did. The Book of Saw. Yeah. Pro or against? I mean, it looks good. I I mean, we'll see. I feel like I I can already guess what's going to happen. Give it to me. Tell me the movie. Well, I mean, like... I know you're going to get it, it right because every move <laughs> I sit in with you, you get it right, so... Well, it's... Okay, so it's the whole detective, so played by Chris... Uh, Chris Rock. Why am Chris I Rock. Yeah. Um, he's playing, like, the main thing. You already see in the thing that he gets caught by by Jigsaw at one point. Yeah. So... And, and he winds up in some kind of contraption. No. No, he has, like, his arm, like, thing, and then he has, like, a saw. And, yeah. Like a, it reminds me of the very first very saw. Very first saw. Um, so gonna get locked in a room i think and either gonna have to cut his arm off or mm-hmm. something so i think that's gonna happen um we see what samuel L. jackson mm-hmm. being locked up in contraption which is supposed to be his dad uh samuel L. jackson is supposed to be kurosaki's dad yeah i believe i believe so <laughs> i don't know the, the cast list here it says uh samuel L. jackson goes by marcus and chris rock goes by detective zeke banks so i don't know I don't know if we're sharing like a family name or if we're not, yeah. but yeah, I think that's kind that, of the relationship. That's how it played off to me. It could not be, but like it could be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> could not, but it could. But like, I just don't see them like Samuel L. Jackson being Chris Frock's dad. <laughs> so no, I, I can't see yeah. that happening. Um, but yeah, I think I think Samuel L. Jackson dead. Gonzo. Yeah. Toast. He, he gone. He dead. Um, I, th- I, I mean... I do. I want to put this out in the universe. I think Samuel L. Jackson will come face to face with Jigsaw and pull it, just pull up, you know, pull the classic Samuel L. move and, oh, you motherfucker, and then die. Yeah. I so, I think that. Love to see it every time. No, I got no problems. I think no character will survive. All like the. the oh, you main. think it's just all Gonzo? Yeah. Whoa. That's my prediction. That's pretty dark. Mm-hmm. I. It's. I mean, it makes sense. I, yeah, I could totally, I could definitely, definitely see that happening. Um, I think it looks pretty good. You know, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Saw, uh, franchise that went downhill real quick. But other than the fact that all of them suck, <laughs> besides the first one, um, I am excited for this one. I think, I think it's got a lot of potential to be pretty cool. Well, supposed to be the reboot. Yeah, and I hope they don't. I mean, I hope they don't butcher it. I, I have faith in it's. It's still a phenomenal idea, mm-hmm. of, like of a movie. Like it's never gonna not be a good idea. Yeah. Of uh, this kind of movie, but I do hope that they don't lean. I guess I am hoping they don't lean too heavily into like the past of, of Jigsaw, and, like really relying on what the older movies did. If we're going reboot, I mm-hmm. think use it as a spark, but then move toward well, a reboot. Well, I think it's supposed to be like a copycat murder, not Jigsaw himself. Someone. Yeah, it, at to least be that's like what Jigsaw. the that's what the trailer. Yeah 
presents it. That's to what be. Samuel L. Jackson said. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I cool trailer, cool trailer. I think it, I think it looks pretty good. Okie dokie, guy. You want to talk? Let's. I always talk. Let's talk. I mean, we've been talking. Uh, we've been talking. Okay, so Godzilla vs Kong came out yesterday. Um, March thirty first. March thirty first. Two thousand twenty one. And the theaters. year of our Lord. <laughs> year of our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Kong. And so this is the third movie in a series, right? So you've got fourth Kong. Mo- Fourth movie in a series. Is it? Okay, I yeah. didn't know. Okay, so. So there's two King Kong movies, and then there's one. Or no, there's two Godzilla movies and one King Kong movie, and then this would be the fourth would be the, the fourth. combination of the two. Gotcha. So you're talking about Godzilla in 2014, mm-hmm. and then you've got, let's see. Um, Godzilla King of something. Yeah, Godzilla King of the Monsters, but yeah. hold on. So you got Godzilla in 2014, Kong Skull Island in 17. Mm-hmm. Then you got Godzilla King of the Monsters in 2019, and now you've got Godzilla versus Kong in 2021. Yep. Every two years, mm. pumping out some Godzilla. Well, originally Kong stuff. it was supposed to be 2020 that this movie was. was supposed to come out. Yep. So, um, so it's finally out on HBO Max. You saw it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I also saw it on HBO Max. I had yep. mentioned on this show I wanted to go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I did try. So the closest like AMC theater because AMC is like really the only theater chain that's open right now. Mm-hmm. The closest AMC theater to me is like 10 miles away, and it's uh, north, like into Vancouver. Washington. And, yeah, in Vancouver, Washington. Washington. It's a different state. Whole different state. Yeah, it's a different state. So, I mean, it's it's only 10 miles, but it's still a different state. So, you know, it's got that whole thing going for it. Vancouver's got weird vibes. If you live in Vancouver, you're phenomenal. But Vancouver has weird vibes. And so I and have to go. there's taxes. In Oregon, we don't pay sales tax. Yeah. In <laughs> Washington, they pay sales tax. Stinking sales tax. Yeah. So I got to drive all the way there. And then I wanted to see the IMAX. It was like IMAX or nothing for me mm. because I feel like this is the movie to see an IMAX. It's, I would say Top Gun Maverick is yeah, the movie to go see an IMAX. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> but I feel like right now this would be a phenomenal movie to see an IMAX. Godzilla I think it's just because you Kong. haven't seen a movie in IMAX in a year. Yeah, but dude, like, like really loud CGI monsters, that's that's IMAX gold. I mean, Tenant would have been... A great one to see in IMAX. Yeah, I tend to would have been sick. We had to see it in some lousy local theater. Scapoose. <laughs> chain. But uh, some screen. So I would have loved to see it in IMAX. Long story long is I didn't go. I didn't I didn't see it in IMAX because the only showing they had was at 7 p.m. And my daughters go down for bed between 6.30 and 7, which mm-hmm. means that basically from like 5.30 to 7, it's dinner time, bath time, bedtime. It's a whole production. Every night. So time. that would not have flown for me to be like, see you later, mm-hmm. fam. I'm going to go watch Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, it just didn't fly. So <laughs> I didn't make it to the IMAX. I'd still like to. Molly, why didn't you allow him? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Molly. Hey, I, I, you know, it just wasn't, wasn't the right time. It just didn't work. So did you watch any movies leading up to this or have you seen them all leading up to Godzilla vs. Kong? Um, I saw all like the Godzilla movies kind of after they had came out. Um, I hadn't seen... Kong, um, Kong Skull Island. Yeah, until mm-hmm. like last month or so. Okay. So in preparation for this, I'm I'm almost convinced I've never seen Kong Skull Island. Yeah, it also has uh, Samuel L. Jackson in it. John C. Riley, John. Go- oh, John Goodman. Okay, now this makes sense. Now mm-hmm. we're putting the pieces together. Yeah, it took you a minute. What movie am I thinking of then? That there's a Kong movie out there that's directed by like there's a Peter Kong Jackson. Movie. I thought. Yeah, with Jack Black. That's the one I was thinking of. What is this movie? not part of this <laughs> it's just called kong or what i think it's like king kong something i don't know king kong uh i'm gonna look it up right now as we're talking king kong but th- this supposed to be like one of those ones that's like back in like the 1930s or oh uh, yeah peter jackson 2005 king kong mm-hmm. that's the one i've seen and i remember watching it as a little kid oh my god it's three hours and 21 minutes long okay things are starting to check out now because i fell asleep during that movie when i was a kid <laughs> That's incredibly long. Uh, so I need to see Kong Skull Island. I can't believe I've never seen it. Yeah, so you're not even having the full context of anything. No, you, which means my, my entire conversation is moot. Well, Doesn't mean a thing. Like, you don't even know who the Skull Crushers are. No! And then she was like, why do they have Skull Crusher babies? And I was like, what the hell are these things? Yep, yep. That's from uh, King Kong. Or that's Kong. I know. I didn't, I didn't know. So 
I did. I'm so sorry, listeners. I listen. I will make up for his <laughs> mistakes. Okay, okay. Thank you. Listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Austin, for being our savior. <laughs> I did watch Godzilla. I watched the 2014 Godzilla. Just that one. Just that one. That's all that I had time for this. Oh week. my god. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only one I watched. It's got Brian Cranston in it, only in it maybe for like I don't know half an hour. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, you know the classics. I did find that one. It kind of threw me for a loop a little bit because you've got Aaron Taylor Johnson as Ford Brody, and then you have Elizabeth Olsen as her or as his wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm not used to seeing them do that, like you know, like physical interaction. Because I'm like, whoa, you guys are brother or sister in the MCU. This is kind of weirding me out. But who cares? Different universe. It's a di- <laughs> It's movies. <laughs> so there's I liked, nothing incestual in it. <laughs> I liked Godzilla. That was good. Yeah, 2014 but not, you don't even know Millie Bobby Brown's character. No, I don't. So here's the problem. I didn't know Godzilla King of the Monsters was part of this. I didn't know this was, it was part of the When you lineup. took a second to Google. I didn't do any Googling. Oh my God. I went to HBO Max and, and I typed in uh, Godzilla. Or I typed, yeah, I typed in Godzilla. And then you saw the Matthew Broderick version. And then, <laughs> you know, I don't even think they have that on there. Thank God. What are you talking about? Don't, don't say thank God. I love that movie as a child. <laughs> I totally watched that movie as a kid. I, I'm getting, I, I don't remember much of it, but I just didn't know this was, uh, anyway, all big one universe. So let's talk about the actual movie at hand here. Godzilla okay. versus Kong. Okay. So the cast, uh, you're going to have to, you're going to have to tell me who matters and who doesn't matter in this cast. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, Millie Bobby Brand's in this. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, and some of my takes today are a little little uh, anti-Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> and because I didn't understand her character. So listeners out there, beware. Make sure you do your research well, and yeah, your homework. You probably <laughs> didn't understand like the majority, like or not the majority, there's a, like, there's a few characters that come back from the originals. Definitely not the Kong people. The peop- Right. Yeah. Kyler, Kyle Chandler I knew was in mm. the, like, the one yeah, he's the first. I knew he was coming yeah. back. So like... um. I feel like we have kind of like two parties here when it comes to like the Kong cat or like uh, Godzilla yeah. versus Kong cast. Yeah. We have a Godzilla cast party and then we have a Kong cast party. Agreed. Um, two different camps, two different people, like sets of groups of people. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, there's this big organization. I'm blanking on the name of it, what it's called right now. It starts Monarch. with Monarch. Yeah. Uh, I knew that. Okay, lapse of knowledge for a second. I'm sorry that I know all hey, the rest of the movies. I'll take, I'll take wins when I can get them. <laughs> um, Monarch is like this organization that is kind of contr- trying to like track and control the uh, various monsters that are in the world. Um, and so Monarch has like basically like the Skull Island gets taken over by this massive storm. But in order to save Kong, like they put like this fake like environment around kong uh his island to allow him to live more of like a free life um but as they discover when you in a small confine it you know and a big boy wants to get wants (laughs) to to get moving yeah wants to get stretching and whatnot he uh he starts to destroy it Mm -hmm. and so they're trying to figure out like oh should we move him and whatnot and yeah like what do we do yeah yeah i was gonna say so that dome that that Mm -hmm. kong is in yeah is that dome is actually located on Skull Island. Yeah. Okay. That was my clarifying question because I thought that dome was like located somewhere else. Like I thought they had transported Kong to this dome and like replicated it Mm-mm. versus it actually being Skull Island. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So he's actually, that makes me feel better that, that they, you know, mm-hmm. molded to Kong a little bit better. Yep. Um, and then we have Godzilla who is just still, in the world, just, just li- living out. his life, living his best life, eating like fish in the ocean yeah. until he senses some type of threat um, and then hops up onto Pensacola, Florida, you know, because classic. Yeah. Cause classic that's Florida. Cause that's a solid location. A big of any giant area. lizard thing coming out of the water <laughs> near Florida. Okay, cool. Yep. Heard that story before. Yeah. Chalk, uh, chalk it, another point up to why I'm never going, never going <laughs> to Florida. Yikes. Um, anyways, uh, he basically starts attacking, uh, apex the like uh what they're like a, a technology industry. yeah they're, yeah they're like the number one like tech yeah industry in the world mm-hmm. and essentially they're trying to like not really rule the world but like overtake 
humanity no, essentially with technology i, I mean they're like <laughs> think of it like apple with apple had some like even darker plots and a dark side even though they might come to know. the dark we side don't, we apple. don't know we do don't, know. I know you're they, listening. They do have. They I do know. have a dark side. I, <laughs> iPhones. I, don't listen. <laughs> I'm gonna put that over there. I'm yeah. sure they can still hear me. Get Siri uh, out of here. <laughs> yep. She's reporting you right now <laughs> as we speak. He knows. He knows. <laughs> They're onto us. <laughs> ah. Um. Anyways. Uh. What else? So yeah. Basically, he attacks this thing, and uh, we find this like round orb of like something that they're working on that we have no idea and then uh that's kind of you want to take it from there yeah i mean that's that's pretty much the gist of the movie is godzilla versus kong it's pretty much (laughs) pretty much where we said i mean we we hadn't gone to that port yet so yeah so they so godzilla comes and like attacks and they basically say you know okay there can only be one apex like or one like king titan Mm -hmm. monster uh, so they decide we gotta we gotta haul Kong out of here and get him to some safety. But what's that? No, yeah. no, 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 no. I, no. I know, I know. You I said are, that wrong. That, that is completely wrong. Help me out with the Hollow Earth part. Okay. So is Hollow okay. Earth part of the previous movies? Yes. Okay. Oh, let God. me take it back. I'm such. <laughs> I'm a failure. taking it back. I'm, I'm t- such a failure. You don't get rains anymore. <laughs> um. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, basically, the founder of Apex uh, yeah. is trying to search for this energy source um, to help power something. We are unaware of what. Yeah, that we power didn't know what is. it was. Yeah, right. Um, and so he goes to like this uh, researcher who play is played by one of the Skarsgård family members. I've he, yeah. yeah, Alexander uh, Skarsgård. Yeah. Yep. Um, he is basically like this leading researcher on the hollow earth theory, which if you have watched Kong, you know that that is a theory that was uh, created by one of the characters in that movie, um, which then gets confirmed in the Kong movies. I was really confused. Yep. So no clue. I mean, I caught on, but I had no idea mm -hmm. what was going on. So then there's this theory that if like a Titan, if a Titan were brought back, that they would take, be able to take them Due to like think of it like a, a like they use the analogy of the salmon like returning to its yep. birth location, um, kind of like the same idea. If you took a, the a titan and put it into the hollow earth, it would take them to where the energy source would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're like, oh well, we can't get Kong to do it, or uh, not uh, Godzilla. we can't Godzilla to do it because he you can't control him. <laughs> and who else do we have? And then True. it becomes kong and so this is um but there's like this whole idea like if they go into the hollow earth like the gravity switches and like basically oh, crushes yeah. people it's a whole and thing. so the apex like founder was like i got you i got this <laughs> i got this fancy ship look at here yeah. let me plug you with yeah. a cool ship yep um and so uh the researcher goes and like talks to like this female re- researcher that oversees kong and they're like awesome like, like let's do this yeah, yeah i mean not like she's like apprehensive but she's like okay well like let's do it yeah um and then so they like they're like how do we get him out of here and oh boat yeah i put him on a boat strap him in mm-hmm. i'm still i don't i don't know if it's maybe like the type of metal that they use or what but like the fact that those chains could hold kong that well was yeah. quite impressive I feel like maybe they, maybe it was like tech laced or something. I don't know, but they threw him on a big boat, or it's just big heavy metal, just big, <laughs> big pieces of metal. Threw him on a boat, sedated him, and they were semi. Big, yeah, he, they were, he would wake up and he he was he understood. He was aware, yeah, like what was going on. And mm. basically, they were like, "Hey, we can't, uh, cannot sail in any of Godzilla's like, you know, uh, territorial water or like mm. you know the, his path." So they don't, but. Lo and behold, Godzilla catches the scent of Kong, and he understands that there's another Titan and finds him. Yeah, yeah, and finds him. So that takes us to our first, our first battle. Really, f- yeah, I feel like really it was like this bat. It was like two major battles. Well, yeah, two major battles. This would be the first major battle mm. of them being like in the water on like aircraft carriers and stuff like that. Um, what what did you think of our first like Godzilla versus Kong interaction? Uh, to be honest, I was a little underwhelmed. Sure, underwhelmed, uh, strictly due to like the fighting or the setting or like, was there anything in specific that like underwhelmed you? Well, I mean, I yeah, it kind of like like there were certain things that were cool, like when he was jumping from like ship to ship. Yeah, like that was Kong cool. Was like, but at the same time, you have limited actual like action because Kong can't swim like right. Godzilla can. Right. So like, it just kind of it takes that away. Like, 
the battle can only happen on like one place and at one point they both get on an aircraft carrier and fight each other it's like okay that's cool yeah but to me that's like the extent of it i mean uh like the humans had to basically like help kong survive yeah so i know i I knew you're gonna pull this up uh and i'm sure it's gonna happen all show long because you're team godzilla Mm -hmm. i'm team kong yep i I had to confirm this yesterday (laughs) yes you did (laughs) we have not talked about this movie as per usual we have Mm. not talked about this movie yet until until we went on on our show on air here so um first battle i totally viewed it as like that's Godzilla's territory. Like mm-hmm. I feel like a little unfair for Kong. Can't swim. Like he's chained up to start the fight, which is like total bullshit. Mm-hmm. And um, he barely gets like unleashed in time. Uh, and so he's, I mean, he's drowning to like start the fight. Yeah, super not cool. He also, as you mentioned, he relied on a lot of help from the humans. A lot of explosives, yeah. a lot of rockets, that whole thing. Yep. Now I know what you're thinking, Austin, and just go ahead and say it. Go ahead and tell me. Oh, we'll keep going. <laughs> okay. So, uh, um, I mean, they both survived the first fight. Yeah. Is, is pretty much where we're at. So, mm. they all in all, like, play dead. Mm. Uh, Kong is super tired and, like, yeah. worn out and is kind of, like, dying. Not really, but kind of. And, like, laying down on a ship. And then they cut the power to all the ships and everything. And Godzilla, like, looks from afar and he's like, nah, they're, they're cool. I got them all. And, like, ditches the mm. area. Disappears. Yeah. Which, thank God, because uh, I didn't see Kong pulling out with a W in the water like that. <laughs> that just wasn't going to happen. The, no. the the ships were kind of cool, ultimately. Yeah, just like underwater is not my jam mm-hmm. for like a fight like that. Yeah. Not cool. Um, okay, and then moving on to like kind of kind of the next thing. Uh, I mean, I go, I go next to like where they get to Hollow Earth, but I'm probably missing a bunch in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me. What did I miss? <laughs> so you're so we get introduced to like to Millie Bobby Brown's character, okay, as well as I'm blanking on the other two people. Um, yeah, so Brian Tyree Henry, mm-hmm. uh, and then Julian Dennison. Yep. Which Julian Dennison is is just classic. He's yeah. a, he's a gem from Deadpool two. Yeah. Um, and the Hunt, Hunt for the Wilder people. people. He's a um, gem. Yeah, and so basically, like Millie Bobby Brown's character is coming from the the second. King Kong movie yeah. or not King Kong uh, Godzilla, Godzilla movie, movie. Um, and so she plays like the the one that figures out how to like bring down Godzilla and like all these other creatures and oh, stuff okay. temporarily um, but anyways like but she has a big infinity for Godzilla um, so she's but she's like a conspiracy or like she loves conspiracy yeah. theories like she's like looking for patterns and stuff yeah. and, and everything yeah and so we get um Brian. Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry yeah, plays Bernie. Yeah, his character is kind of like this guy that works at Apex and mm-hmm. um, sees like this big giant eye, but he also has like this podcast that explains all these different like conspiracy theories of, of Kong and and, uh, yeah. and Godzilla and everything. Um, and so they get into like, he, basically she goes and seeks him out because like all of his, the information that he's like providing is relatively true yeah so uh they go and seek him out and they find him and then they go into apex and they go to like a subterranean level of like 33 sub level 33 yeah yeah like if there's 33 levels yeah you know something dark is going down yeah and they hop into like this weird like little transporter thing that like they're like they didn't really know what and then they like close the doors and it has like scroll crushers in it yeah so Um, so what's the deal with the skull crushers can you give me like the brief background those are the main villains in the king kong movie okay um basic, from skull island yeah okay gotcha. so these are the creatures that like literally killed kong's family <sighs> bastards yeah so God. and kong was a teenager in the kong uh, on skull oh, island, skull island. Yeah. oh okay um now he's more of an adult mm-hmm. in uh, godzilla he's a big kong. boy in this so, movie yeah oh, okay no i gotcha yeah now i'm understanding so yeah they they find these skull crushers mm. and then essentially they find themselves in like kind of this little like battle arena type situation well we miss you're missing the cool parts oh man i'm jumping all the stuff all the cool stuff because you got to realize where they're they get in this transporter and the transporter is like this like super subway thing yeah it's like it goes like 600 miles an hour yeah and it goes to from pensacola florida to hong kong hong kong that's why we had to end up in hong kong because that's the next yes battle location so can can i ask you real quick mm -hmm. um, on your thoughts on this this trinity, this uh, trifecta of Millie Bobby Brown, Brian Tyree Henry, and Julian Dennison. 
So not as actors. I think as actors, they're all they're all very good. Okay. Um, their role in this movie, particularly like this kind of to, you know, second like storyline mm-hmm. of of trying to figure out Godzilla and trying to like kind of find the truth to Apex and like all this kind of stuff. How do you feel that that storyline kind of played to the movie as a whole? I have a very because I have very opi- strong thoughts. I have a very strong thought on all <laughs> the casting and cast okay. interactions. Um, which I'd rather save to the end. Oh, you're going to save it? Yeah. Okay, then continue. Just don't forget to answer me. Oh, I won't. I need Trust to me. know. It will be a part of my review. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways, so... So now they're in Hong Kong. They're now in Hong okay. Kong. So that, that's their story. Um. And then we get... uh, when Like, now we go back to Kong. I feel like the good chunk of the story is more based off of Kong than it is Godzilla. Let's yeah. be honest. Absolutely. Totally um, agree. And they, they take him... Instead of, like... Sh- taking a ship they put him in like a big giant net and take a ton of helicopters and fly him to like antarctica so or many. north pole or whatever antarctica yeah, yeah. so many helicopters yeah. they drop him off and they go to the entrance to where the hollow earth is and like this little girl that's kind of like his like only person that he like talks to yeah and you they like sign language to each other which you find out like oh kong can actually do sign language smart guy big yeah. brain and they're like oh he never communicated before blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know. why don't they communicate to me how come uh. you won't talk to me and then you got a classic uh, this guy alexander skarsgård who plays like the professor or whatever of this mission mm. is is classic of like oh well kong talks to you well just tell him this shit and like tell yeah. him that and get him to do all this kind of stuff and like pull one over on him mm-hmm. did not like that one bit yeah but i mean that's predictable but, in but these type of are. movies yeah. <laughs> yeah but here we are um anyways this little girl tells him like that could be his possible home and family could be there and whatnot so yeah. um then he like he hears that and he's like dude he just goes for <laughs> it he's just like yep yeah. we're doing this he and, hauls ass yeah to hollow earth. they get into like the little ship things that mm. and whatnot and they go the into heaves. the hollow they're called heaves sure, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. see i retain i retain certain details yeah <laughs> the heaves <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're hauling ass into yep. Hollow Earth. They go into Hollow Earth, and like Hollow Earth is kind of cool. Like there's like super sick. There's like almost like a, a center, like a Earth in the center, and then there's like a reverse Earth on like the other side. So like the sky, there's another Earth. Yeah, it's like split in two, and yeah. you, basically it's like a mirror image. Yeah, you have mountains in the sky, and then mountains on the ground. Mm-hmm. Super sick. Yeah, and that's the whole gravity thing. Is like they they would fall into hollow earth and then like be all jacked up because there's like two splitters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, King Kong, like he's just traveling. He gets basically to the, where the power source that they've been searching for is. Yeah. Um, Wait, hold on. You missed a very cool part that I thought was pretty cool. King are, Kong. Are, are you talking about a little fight? He, fight, ab- fight scene? he obliterates somebody. Like as soon as he gets into hollow earth, whatever like flying animal this is. It's like two of them. It was, it was sick. Yeah. He rips off its head and then like drinks he, its brains. Yeah. It was crazy cool. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. It was sick. And possibly I, I thought it was so cool, possibly because I haven't seen Kong Skull. So I haven't seen any Kong like action scenes. That was the first one that I really got. And I was like, oh, this is tight. Yeah. He knows how to battle. Anyways, um, we get to the character or like we get to like the power source. Mm-hmm. And so uh, with any type of industry and whatnot, they have their hidden agendas. Like we had mentioned before, <laughs> classic dark agendas. Um, so one of the, the characters is like the daughter of like the owner of apex. Um, oh. she plays, she's in baby driver. Um, she by the is, way. Yeah. she's in baby driver. Yeah. And the whole time I was thinking like, you're in baby driver. Yep. Uh, Eliza or Isa Gonzalez. Yep. Um, they find the power source. Also, Kong gets like this cool, like little axe thingy. Um, that was super sick. And there's by like the way. a throne. Yeah. Um, and there, and there's a cool shot of Kong just like chilling on a throne. throne. Yeah. Very so, cool. Well, does that make him king? Does yes. him sitting on that throne make him King Kong now? Absolutely. I'm just saying. I'm gonna put that one out there. <laughs> they never say it. They don't. They never call him King Kong. Yeah. So. Um, anyways, the one person steals part of the energy source and then it and, sends it up to uh, like the data up to her father um and then uh, during the same time like because they activated this the source uh mm-hmm. godzilla was like oh i feel oh, this shit, and yeah. he's and he's in hong kong and he just drills a hole with his laser beam Dude, all the way down all so, the way to the earth's core yeah, yeah that was crazy and so uh 
basically then it activates or like they send that infer- the energy source back to apex where millie bobby brown and all their character is at yeah to where they when they were at the little arena where like you were alluding to the the skull crushers yeah they present a creature that this is a bit the biggest spoiler of yeah, the movie this is the biggest spoiler did not see mm. this coming yep. and, I, and i'm very excited to hear what I, you think about i it. thought it was i knew it was coming yeah of course you knew it was well, coming. they alluded to it in the trailer um, oh okay yeah maybe i didn't watch the trailer like yeah, close enough you didn't watch a whole lot of things a lot, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I failed on many fronts <laughs> when it came to this movie uh, i just dropped the ball <laughs> so bad <laughs> um do you want to go ahead and say what it was? So it, it is Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla. Also, They're the most cheesy way to introduce so, a character. So terrible. He's like, "That's Robot Godzilla," and and uh, Julian Dennison's like, "No, it's Mecha Godzilla." And I was like, "Oh, that's sick," but also like, let's let's spice it up a little bit. Yeah. Let's find a little more creative uh, ways to talk about what we're seeing. Yeah. Bummer. And uh, basically, Mecha Godzilla only has like a one like one time use thing yeah uh, they need a energy source to power mechagodzilla exactly. and so that's why they go to um the hollow earth to, to, to get that energy source um but once they get that energy source it just it takes over it goes down yeah it, it becomes a monster it does not become uh it's not ran by humans or anything like that it like literally is its own being yeah and and this and when we first see mechagodzilla mm-hmm. um I thought it was very cool how Mechagodzilla just like obliterates this animal that got let out of of skull crusher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that was a skull crusher. Mm -hmm. So like it just obliterates a skull crusher with uh, like lasers, like straight through its head. Yeah, that thing was crazy, Mm -hmm. and that was very cool. Like that, I thought that was a very cool introduction to Mechagodzilla. Of like, oh man, he this guy is powerful. Yeah, this is some pretty cool stuff for sure. But yeah, he's like one, you know, one time use until they can find this grand power source. Mm. And Mechagodzilla is controlled by this other character. Yeah, that like works for Apex, who's Mm. who's another dirty guy. Yeah. Anyways. Once Godzilla drilled that little hole down to the hollow earth, first, I don't know how he got Dude. there so fast, but it was like Kong just like crawled up the whole entire like world. Yeah. Kong and, was like, oh, all right, I'm going to the yep, surface. Yep. See you later. Going to Hong Kong. And then they get into their, their, their main fight scene. So them sick. themselves. Yep. And they just go. Just Kong versus yeah. just Godzilla. And they're just destroying Hong Kong. Just. Oh. And of course the battle has to be in Hong Kong, right? Obliterated. Like, yeah, I did like that. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Not only for the fact like that it's on in Hong Kong and like the whatever, you know, the history that you have with Godzilla, mm-hmm. but also the fact like the visual of like yeah, you know, effect all the of this. Various lights and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, all the colors, all the lights, mm-hmm. the tall buildings, like it it is absolutely a a dynamite mm-hmm. fighting arena. Yeah. for Godzilla and Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was talking to, to Matt Scott last night, friend of the show, about this movie, and he had said something to me. I told him I was going to steal it for the show, but Matt, I'll give you credit anyway. Uh, he And so I asked him, like, okay, who do you think won? And, and I know we're not there yet, so I'm not going to say anything about mm-hmm. who I think won. But Matt said that the, uh, the architects and the construction crews of Hong Kong, those are the real winners. <laughs> Someone's got to rebuild the city, man. Yep. <laughs> and those are the real winners of the movie. And I was like, yeah, that's good. I, I like that a lot. <laughs> I was like, this just reminds me of like uh, man or Batman versus Superman. Like oh, all sure. the destruction is like, who's going to come? And like, even with, with Marvel and like uh, Spider-Man yeah. um, homecoming, like the same idea, like who's, who's going to come? Yeah. Up? Who's going to clean everything <laughs> up? Um, yeah. One of the things I like that went through my head too. <laughs> yeah, who's managing all yeah. this? Oh man. Um. Yeah. So then they start battling. Yeah, and it. I feel like it becomes very, decide like to sit. Yeah. It it's one person that really truly wins this battle. Okay. Now neither one of them dies. Correct. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna like. Yeah. Nobody dies. No. So. But I think there is a definitive winner when it comes to these two fighting. I do too. And do you, you want to say who Ethan, it is? Ethan, do you want to say who it is? <sighs> you're gonna make me. You're gonna make me say it out loud. And just remember, listen. Last week on <laughs> on the episode, we had stated which ones we thought were gonna win, and I had chosen Godzilla. Yeah. And he had chosen Kong. I'm team Kong all day, baby. I'm still Team Kong, but Godzilla won. Yep. Godzilla won. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so Godzilla won definitely. 
I mean, didn't kill Kong, like you said. He almost died, though. Very close yeah, to like, dying and would not have survived without human intervention. Mm-hmm. So I will give you that. I, I do not enjoy the fact that Kong got saved so many times by the humans. That's yep. kind of a bitch play. And, like, I just wasn't wasn't here for that. But he's still alive, so I'm, so I'm good with that. Mm. But I will say that when the fight started, mm-hmm. Kong was decimating Godzilla, mm-hmm. like, initially. Well, yeah, just he, taking he, it to him. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go, Kong. I was so hyped <laughs> up. And I was like, oh, man, this is so sick. This is amazing. And then, man, how the how the tables, how the turntables. How the turntables have turned. <laughs> it, was, it was a brutal fall from glory, my mm-hmm. friend. It was too bad. Yep. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Godzilla, he's down. He's down for the count. Uh, humans come in. You mean take- Kong? Kong, yeah. yeah uh, Kong is down for the count. Humans come in. Um, it, they take that little ship thing that has like the the Hollow Earth ship thing, hive, yeah, whatever. The heave. The heave, and put it on his chest and basically use that as like a way to like restart his heart. No, I had like, a big explode. Yeah. yeah, I had a big uh logistical issue with this scene in the fact that. So the guy, whatever, um, guard he he goes and he drives the heave like up to Kong, right? Mm-hmm. And like places it on his chest. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, so he like sets the heave up and then like next scene, he's like way far away from Kong and like running away. How the fuck? Huh? How did he get down from Kong so quickly? And like missed opportunity. I would have loved to see him like sliding down Kong. <laughs> that would have been very cool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, but these details. Then we we see Mecha Godzilla come into play. So sick. He is like uber strong, like crazy strong. He, and and he takes out the the head guy at Apex or whatever. Yeah. And he basically like fuck this place. I'm mm-hmm. out of here. I'm going to Hong Kong. Like I'm going. Oh, to no, the, they're already in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, going yeah. to the city. Yeah. And and I'm gonna decimate Godzilla, which mm-hmm. was the intended purpose, but to be controlled by humans. Yeah. But now it has a mind of its own. Yeah. So it's going to the city. It's attacking Godzilla. Mm. And then, yeah, things get a little emotional. I mean, I wasn't really moved, but it's a little emotional. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't either. <laughs> Didn't have that aspect for me. So Mecha Godzilla comes, mm-hmm. finish it off, because because I'm I'm sitting here and I'm enjoying the movie. <laughs> I'm like enjoying your retelling. <laughs> well, yeah, no, um, he comes in and they, they, he's just like just like God. I'm gonna be honest, oh with you. he's God. just like beating Godzilla up like no other. Oh, he's beating the shit out of him. Yeah. It's crazy. And like it doesn't like the only way that Mecha Godzilla is really gonna be defeated is because of Kong. Yeah. Like Kong, uh, he's awakened from the ship and whatnot. He grabs his trusty little like axe that thing. That axe is sick. Yeah. By the way, Which, when they were first fighting, mm-hmm. just Godzilla and Kong, when he takes that axe mm-hmm. and he, like we get that really beautiful shot and with like him with like the axe over his head yeah. and like decimates him in the face. Ooh, mm-hmm. love to see it. Yeah. Love to see it. Well, Still Team Kong, baby. <laughs> Still Team Kong. <laughs> well, like, uh, it's also power. Like, it has, like, this weird power source. Like, an ability to, like, absorb uh, Godzilla's, like, yeah. like nuclear power blast thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, but we don't really see, like, how like how that affects the axe itself. Like, yeah, it doesn't, it, like, emit any kind of energy when it, like, hits things. Like, yeah. I, I don't really know, but it I was a little absorb. confused by it. Not going to lie. Yeah. I it was just like, absorbs the power. Because like I thought it makes it power more powerful. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know how that works. Because I would have thought that like if he if he absorbs all this like power and then he comes down on his head or something, we would see some kind of like emit emission mm-hmm. or like you know big like power thing happen. Mm-hmm. We don't see anything like that. So yeah, yeah I don't know. A little confusing. Still yeah. a cool weapon. Yeah, but a little confusing. So it kind of ends up like those two kind of teaming together against mecha godzilla yep and like kong just comes in with saves the day with a little uh axe like maneuvering and just destroys mecha godzilla oh, they took it to him mm. they got him good yep and then they were just then they kind of did their little standoff thing like hey look all right like you're over there i'm over here let's stay <laughs> yeah. like i respect you you respect me i'm gonna go and godzilla but, uh, just i feel like kong was not very happy about this Kong was like, because because the little girl told Kong like Godzilla is not your enemy, like mm-hmm. Mecha Mecha Godzilla is the enemy. Yeah. But even as they kind of like did this little respect thing at the end, I feel like Kong. I don't know. I just feel like he he was he was still a little upset. He was like, oh, like I kind of want to beat Kong, like Godzilla's ass. Well, I mean, but I won't. Y- yeah, I think that's a mutual like it's a mutual, mutual respect thing. I yeah, think it's respect. like yeah, like yeah, I beat Becca Godzilla, but like you beat me. Like I was literally gonna <laughs> die. Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We know, yeah, we mm. kinda know how the power struggle works. Um to speaking of Mecha Godzilla, I wanted to throw out there real quick. So 
we got to see Mechagodzilla versus Godzilla, yep. essentially kind of in a in a single battle. Mm-hmm. Looks like Mechagodzilla the, takes the W on that one. Yeah, think so. Uh, between Godzilla and and Mecha, yeah, yeah. And then if you and then if you were to look at Mechagodzilla versus Kong, just them with no regular Godzilla, who who's gonna win that battle? Uh, Mechagodzilla still. Yep, because yeah. the only way that he was really able to win was with like the axe thing. Yeah, the team up, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I do. Got, Kong came in strong he with did. like with like holding his mouth open and stuff, and that mm-hmm. was pretty sick. But yeah, if it's just Kong versus Mecha, I think yeah, I think Mecha's gonna take it. Like his claws are there. I mean, he's got rockets. His claws are like energized. I mean, he's also all metal. Kind of, like it, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Like versus skin. Yeah. Easy, easy yeah. W. Tech technology is always going to win that one. Uh, and then, yeah, essentially at the very end, they, they have this like little mutual respect thing. They part, and mm. then like, well, then Kong gets to uh, go to yeah. the, the Hollow Earth and live his life in the Hollow Earth and not in a uh, little confined anymore. Yeah, and so he looked all happy. He's he like, whoa, yeah, swinging around, just having fun. Exactly. You know? And we had like besides like going into Hollow Earth, that's like the only time we saw him swinging. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, like a little joyful, joyful Kong. Yeah. I like that. I was not a fan of the song that they chose for the end of the movie. Nothing against the song. I, I just feel like it totally killed the energy of the movie. I'm All not... I need is the air that I breathe. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the, it was what a weird transition. To? It was a weird transition. It was. Cause yeah. you go from being so energetic and hyped up for like literally 25 minutes mm-hmm. of like a final battle. And then Kong gets the hollow hollow earth and you got like this little slow kind of like country-ish dance thing. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I did not like that. I thought they could have chosen something upbeat to end on like a nice positive note. Like mm-hmm. it didn't have to be like anything crazy, but at least something kind of with a beat, a little more energy to kind of like keep moving, keep it moving through saying like Kong's, Kong's happy, Kong's home, like that kind of a thing. Yeah. I would have liked to see that. Uh, were there any things in in the movie? Well, can can you go back to my question for me? Can you go back to my question about this the side story here? These side stories, these various side stories. Yeah, the side story with with the three the three characters going to Apex, going to Hong Kong. This whole kind of like secondary story thing. I want to know what you thought about it. Okay, so I kind of feel I feel like I had to talk about all characters. Okay, outside of Kong and Godzilla. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, this is gonna be part of like the review portion as well, but like, yeah, we're coming. I mean, it's that uh, yeah. time. We're coming up to the review. I honestly could have done without any of the cast, <laughs> like <laughs> any at all. <laughs> kind just, of. I just pass on everybody. One hard pass. I, like I feel like none of them. Like besides the little girl that spoke in like uh, sign language with Kong. Sure. Like, what's the point? Of any of the other characters. Yeah. Look, I got to agree with you. I got to, it's, it was, they, in terms of moving the plot forward, I think the only plot device that needed to move forward by the humans was we need to find a power source and it's in Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. And so we need to entice Kong to take us to Hollow Earth. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I do like, I liked Rebecca Hall as, Eileen Andrews. I yeah. thought I, th- I think she's good. I like her as an actress. Almost playing like the mothery character to the orphan little girl. Yeah, exactly. And so I thought she did serve a little bit of a purpose, but like everybody else, scrap them. Yeah, like we're good. I mean, let's be honest. Like the Godzilla trio, like they really didn't do like there's nothing that they did moved or helped the plot at all. At it all. was just literally a side story. Yeah, I was really not not very happy about it. Mm. Um, I did. I felt very taken out of. Like like you said, it was it felt like eighty percent Kong story and then a little bit of Godzilla until mm-hmm. we get to the very end. And I was every time like it flashed back to like Millie Bobby Brown uh, and her crew. I was definitely a little taken out mm-hmm. of like what's happening. And I feel like the discovery of of Mecha Godzilla could have been discovered on it. Like we didn't need these three characters. We could have just had Apex and like the Doctor that runs Apex. Yeah. And discovered Mecha Godzilla that way. Yeah, like it, nothing benefited from these three side characters, like all of a sudden ending up in this battle pit and finding Mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we could have been introduced to that in a Completely in a much more organic yeah. way. Yeah, totally different Agreed. way. Um, um, they could have built up the surprise even a little bit more. Like they could have been so much more secretive to it. Oh yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, and it, and they could have gone on, I they could have gone a lot darker too. It felt kind of to me. It kind of felt like a PG thirteen like type dark. Um, well, I mean, it was PG thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know it was PG thirteen, but I guess like yeah, I guess like a, just a little more like dark end when it comes to Apex and mm-hmm. like them trying to kind of like hold Mechagodzilla as a secret and whatnot. Um, Brian Tyree Henry, I thought had some funny lines. Uh, calling Julian Dennison tap water. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, honestly, could have done... We would have been fine without any of those characters. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we agree on that. Uh, um, that's pretty much how I felt. Uh, I do have one more thing that I wish would have happened in the movie. Do you have anything else that you... That you I wish wished? You wish would have seen, you didn't like, like, you, you know, whatever. I, yeah, whatever one, it may be. Maybe one thing. Okay. But go ahead, you go. Oh, okay. So I was totally expecting and as is the case with expectations you know you're always let down when inevitably it doesn't happen yeah happens with everything um i was i was really hoping that we would get it didn't have to be a post-credit scene but a post-credit scene would have been cool some type of post-credit or mid-credit scene where we see mecha godzilla's like head on the ground and his eyes like kind of like do a little sparkle thing again and mm-hmm. like light up a little bit. Cause then I would have been like, Oh, oh shit. Mecha Godzilla. He's not done. Like he's not down and out. Like someone else will take up the helm of apex and mm. we'll kind of get a good, you know, like get this going again. I don't know where the franchise like wants to go as a storyline. If yeah. like Mecha Godzilla was like a one and done situation, but I feel like they really, we had Godzilla versus Kong, which is super sick. And then they threw in Mecha Godzilla, which is super sick on its own. And I feel like it was kind of a missed opportunity to like continue that for another storyline. Mm. Mecha Godzilla like come and gone in twenty five minutes is kind of a bummer. Yeah, I love seeing a battle. I mean, I, I could I could see Mecha them is. that they could bring it back in some way. Like the, a government agency is just like, well, now like we'll, yeah. we're just going to take over what Apex did and make it better, and then like yeah, yeah. Um, because that's what they do. That's, you know? that's, that's always what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, what about for you? I, for me, it, it, yeah, it was allusion to something else. Yeah, something bigger. Yeah, like yeah. they de- they just left it like, hey, yep, battle's done, cool, story done. Uh, like yeah. Kong is in Hollow Earth and Godzilla's just eating like shrimp, swimming around the yeah. world. Yeah, like, Al- yeah, allusion to something else would I I feel like would have been a very nice mm-hmm. outro. Yeah, to that. Uh, well, and th- th- that's the whole idea is that they're trying to make a monster universe, right? Like, then allude to the, something the, else. To make a monster universe. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you had one monster come, like, be introduced, and now it's gone. Yeah. Like, and yeah, just. Mm. I mean, yeah. Don't even have to do anything crazy with it in the next movie, but just like, like allude to something. Like Mothra. Mothra. Like mm. every time it dies, lays a, a, like an egg. Like allude to maybe like a, the egg being like getting ready to be born oh yeah that would have like, been sick yeah like anything would have yeah, been really cool something yeah. something but yeah, they, yeah. they destroyed every single monster that goes against kong and <laughs> yeah. as well uh, besides the skull crusher because it's more like a they're different mm-hmm. but like every other monster that like uh, godzilla has fought has died and never came back yeah besides mothra mothra could come back so it's a bummer um best i just want to throw this fact in here real quick before we give our final take best domestic box office opening day of any movie since the pandemic began in march of 2020 earning 9.6 million Mm dollars a that's really sad that 9.6 million (laughs) dollars is is what we're striving for now but b good sign like you know is this a good sign for theaters in general is this a good sign that like People want to see movies. This is a good movie for people to to be mm-hmm. starting to get back to. Hopefully, like I wanted to go see it in a theater, I wasn't able to, but I I feel like people want to. Yeah, well, I think like I think I've discussed it before. Back in like the 1930s, back when the Great Depression occurred, yeah, um, the one of the things that actually like stayed and like was successful was the movie theater, um, because it was a time of which people needed an escape. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't know what the financial economic things will be happening in the next few years due to the pandemic um but then we also look at the isolation that's occurred within the pandemic and people Mm -hmm. the need and want to get out so i think that once 
like we see a lot more of the herd immunity and um, cases yeah. coming down. We're going to see that uptick of people wanting to go see movies because people want to get out of the house. People want to go do things. People want there to be something other than just chilling in their house and working and seeing movies in their house or yeah. doing Zoom hangouts <laughs> with their friends. Exactly. So, and, yeah. and Regal is supposed to open movie theaters up in select cities this coming Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that kind Hopefully of Portland. Yeah. <laughs> Portland is not on the list for this coming uh week Friday I already checked. Don't worry. So hopefully that uh, starts to spark things a little bit, but you're definitely right. People want to get out. They want something new. They want kind of an escape. It was nice to have the option to see this movie in your house. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to lie, getting a brand new movie in your home, dynamite. Mm-hmm. Like that's super cool. You have a really good setup at your house. I have an okay setup like I think that's I think that's fun. Like that's really nice. Yeah. That you and I didn't have to worry about you know okay like where are we going to go what time are we going to get there like the, all the logistics of seeing it in a theater only because we had the option to see it at home mm-hmm. i think that is pretty cool yeah d- it, the experience would have been nice in like an imax but that's just because i missed the movie theater yeah so yeah i think 9.6 million that's a good sign um do you want to give your final take tell the listeners what a, what our our final take rating system is here yeah so we have a theory tier approach when it comes to movie re- like reviews so uh, the first tier is a no watch movie. So these are movies that we recommend that you just don't watch. They're yep. not they're not worth the time. Zero watch. Uh-uh. I was I was thinking of a no watch movie the other day and um, El Camino Christmas. Don't watch it. Terrible See, there film. You go. There, there's Terrible. Per- Jujitsu um, with <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Uh, that's a zero watch for me. <laughs> okay, um, there you go. Yeah. They exist. Mm-hmm. It's real. Yep. Uh, second tier would be a single watch movie these are movies that we recommend that you just take a, a moment just to watch i mean they may take not be the gander. greatest movie they may be a great movie but they may be just so intense that it's going to be hard to watch them again um so we're saying just give them a shot like watch it <laughs> give, once give them that shot yeah yeah um, don't count them out yet yeah and then it, then it, the last tier the final tier is the multi-watch movie these are movies that you're just going to watch over and over and over again i think of like things that quickly come to mind are marvel movies yeah um these easily are, rewatchable yeah, things got a lot of like older comedies or newer comedies like uh, romance movies well you, you could just toss them in there like ethan's Super movie bad. like la la land you'll yep. watch that all the time all the um, time baby like for me like goodwill hunting i'll watch that multiple times like it's just all these different movies like that um so with that being said mm-hmm my review, my take, yeah, my final take. It's been building. Yeah, I've been I've been waiting, and here we are. Is a single watch uh, movie. Good. No, that's a good. That's good. I'm not disappointed. Yeah. I think that's why I thought that's what you were gonna say. So I thought the action scenes were cool, but like the story didn't fully make sense. Um, mm-hmm. The things that they brought up just like it wasn't captivating. Like it was a good, it, like it was okay movie. Like I enjoyed watching it. It just wasn't the things that they included. They didn't need to include, and the things that they could have included, they didn't include. Like it's just so many things. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I didn't need the Millie Bobby Brown character or trio, whatever, even do anything in this movie. Right. I didn't need most of the cast in this movie to really get get it. Um, yep. Yeah, I think that it's just really that was the fighting scenes that really enticed me. Even my, like, my roommate, he was just, like, first couple, like, a little bit in the movie, he's just like, this is a monster movie. Like, why yeah. aren't we seeing monsters? Give us monsters. Yeah. yeah. Like, give us monster fight scenes. Absolutely agree. I think, I think for me, I would also rate it a, a single-time watch. I mm-hmm. think it is a fun monster movie when, like, viewed through that lens. I think the last 25 minutes, the last half an hour, dynamite, I think are really cool. And it's a bummer because, like, that's the fight. Like mm. you don't get human storyline. Like we're not really dealing with anything side storyline. We're just getting th- the monsters fighting. We're just getting Kong, Godzilla, and Mechagodzilla going at it, mm. which was amazing. Like and and that was beautiful to watch. I was so here for that. And give me that last half an hour, uh, like on IMAX. I'll pay ten bucks to go see that last half an hour in an IMAX. I'm not gonna pay ten bucks to go watch the whole movie mm. in IMAX because then I have to sit through everything else. But yeah, I just the the storyline um, absolutely could have abolished it and would have been totally a fine movie without it. Uh, yep. And and that's a bummer because you know it kind of it kind of feels for. I mean, I can't really speak. I don't know if you can speak to this from what I've seen from the 2014 Godzilla. Yeah, it kind of seems to be that property where we can have a really cool monster fight, but we can't really write 
a human storyline very well to like commingle with that. Yeah. I don't know if Skull Island's different. I, I don't know how all those stack up, but yeah, kind of feels similar from the two I've seen. I mean, like I saw Kong Skull Island and I thought that was enjoyable. Like I had okay. fun watching that one. Um, the storyline was like kind of decent. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't terrible. Um, I think that there, it could have been better. Sure. Better. It was better than this movie though. Yeah. I would say yeah. so. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go watch it tonight. So I'll let you know next <laughs> week what, what I thought. Uh, that was our final take, but you can always send us your final take through social media. We are at final take pod on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the show and listen on Apple podcasts, Spotify, any major podcast platform, wherever uh, you get your podcasts, we are there and leave us a review on Apple podcasts too. That really helps this show become more discoverable, uh, which is awesome. Um, next week on the show as, as a director of the month. Yeah, it is a director of the month. As listeners Te- know, technically this would have, should have been exactly because we had a new movie. And I was going to say that yeah. uh, this should have been director of the month. We pushed director of the month so we could talk about this new movie. Uh, will be a director of the month next uh, next week. I don't have any, anybody written in our notes. Do you have anybody? Do you want to decide on something now? Do you want to ask the <laughs> listeners how, or are we keeping this a secret? Let's do like a, a top four and we'll narrow it down. Okay. We'll yeah. have people like. We'll take to Instagram and we'll mm. ask Instagram what director we should cover next week for director of the month. Love to see it. Yeah. Love it. They're all going to be all four options. are going to be Bong Joon-ho because I want to <laughs> talk about Parasite. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, we'll make it a fair, we'll make it a fair contest and I won't vote from my many Instagram accounts that I hold. So I won't, st- I won't stack the answers. Mm. Um, yeah, that's what we're doing. And then I think we've got Mortal Kombat coming out. Cruella got coming out. Well, I think soon. you forgot to, we forgot to mention uh, how Mortal Kombat got pushed back. It did. What it got got pushed back a month, a week, a month. Uh, I don't know. A week, I believe. It's like April. Um, what's it called? Yeah, like twenty third. Oh, okay. All right. Well, when that comes out, we we will cover it. Mm -hmm. But it did got did get pushed back. I do want to see nobody. That's out, but that's in theaters only. Um, yeah, we've got. I mean, Blackwater got pushed back too. Who knows? Who knows when things are coming out? All right, man. Well. That does it for us. Uh, Go watch the movies. Be safe, and we will see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Ciao.